This is Stan and Carl with A Word Fitly Spoken. This is a privately funded podcast, and yet we need your support, not with money, but with your prayers, that this ministry accomplishes two things. One is that we spread the gospel of Jesus Christ, and second, that this is a platform for Christians to be able to tell their story. Also, please subscribe to our podcast and like us. This makes our podcast much easier for others to find on Stitcher and iTunes and iHeartRadio and anywhere that podcasts are playing. This recording and the material within it is copyrighted and any rebroadcast or use of the material without expressed written consent is strictly prohibited. Hello and welcome to A Word Fitly Spoken with Carl and Stan. We are here to bring you the good news, give some reports from the local mission field, and to fellowship with our brothers and sisters in Christ. So sit back, listen, and enjoy A Word Fitly Spoken. Well, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Winds Baptist Church and the a word fitly spoken. We're here this fine Saturday morning, and we're here with Miss Annette Reader. Annette, it's so good to see you again. Oh, it is my pleasure. I love coming and talking with you, Stan. Oh, it's fantastic. We love talking with you, especially it's because it's about food. And you may not realize this, but I love food. Oh, don't, 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 don't we all? <laughs> oh, so for those of you who may have not heard Annette on our previous podcast, uh, where she and her husband were here and was talking some things, uh, we had mentioned the fact that she is also known as the biblical nutritionist. And that's what we're going to talk about today is diet, our bodies, taking care of our bodies with food that, you know, because God's laid out a plan in the Bible and a lot of folks may not be aware of that. And so what Annette has done with biblical nutritionists is she has put a magnifying glass on that biblical way of eating and taking care of our bodies. There's a lot of diets out there. You've broken this down and kind of boiled it all down to three words. Is that right? I have. Um, pretty much it's just eat, fast, and pray, which I could rearrange those. Eat, pray, and fast. You can rearrange them or however you pray want. pray fast so you can eat. That's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. And, and basically it is. It's just three words. It's okay. the word eat, it's the word pray, and it's the word fast. All right. So we're, you're going to take us through a journey to explain how that all works out and how we have that here in the I scriptures. am, but it helps to know where I got started. Well, that's what we're going to do. So how did you end up becoming uh, the biblical nutritionist? I knew at a young age that God had a mission for me. You know, even, you know, when I was first saved, you know, at a young age, and then when I was 16, I knew I was going to be on mission my entire life. Right. I wanted to be a missionary. Right. Well, college came, and then I got married, and I started having kids. I'm like, oh, no, I'm missing my mission. And, you know, a friend of mine said, Annette, your family is your mission. I would agree. Yeah. And those were really important words for me to understand because I thought I had given up on what God had called me to do. But while raising my family, I also got caught up in a lot of the lies of you can eat whatever you want. You can do this. You can do that. And then by the 30s, my husband and I were in our 30s. By that time, we had already experienced cancer. I was severely obese. We had every health problem you can imagine. But here's the kick. We looked like everyone else in church. Yeah. We ate like everyone else in church. Right. But I knew in my heart I needed to change because I love to cook. Right. 
I can just spend my day cooking and just having fun and it's just my favorite pastime. Well, that's not a good healthy pastime if you like sugar, you know? So it's like, surely I can make another dessert. Oh, and here's something funny too. So I was raised in a very healthy home and my mom believed dessert was once a week on Sunday. Oh, okay. But when I got married, my husband wanted dessert every day. See, now Steve and I think alike. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm thinking, oh, I can totally submit to this. Yeah. And so then that started a journey was like, oh, it was a very growing marriage, if you want, if you understand what I'm saying. <laughs> I do. Yeah, we were definitely growing into the whole marriage role. And But you know what? I was paying a price. I was right. depressed. I was stressed. I yeah. was had mood swings. And my husband would have to check the, the weather when he came in the house to see if it was safe to come home. You know, uh, it yeah. was it was awful. Yeah. And I... I knew God had been teaching me, Annette, you've got to change what you're eating. You've got to change how, what you're cooking your family. I knew it. I just didn't want to change. I get that, too. And in part because of the foods that we eat, they affect us so much, not just physically, but mentally and emotionally. And all no, we're going to go there. Oh, we I are know. totally going there today because that is the key. Yeah. I was in a trap. Okay. And until I was really willing to, to lay it out on the table, and when cancer came in, I knew I had to start getting serious. Right. You know, that you can deal with depression and just ignore it. I mean, in fact, actually probably over 50%, I would believe it's more than 70% of people in the church are depressed. Yeah. It's, and they it's don't, a high number. It is very high. Yeah. And in the church, it's like, wait a minute, we shouldn't be depressed. You know, we've got the joy of the Lord. we got all these fruits of the Spirit. We've got all this. And yet we do have depression. But what we don't realize, we're also eating whatever we want. Right. And so diets are a distraction. And I believe it's, you know, what man has done to food has totally changed how we look at food. Okay, so I knew I was in trouble. Right. I knew food was the problem. Right. It was my comfort. It was my go-to. Right. But yet it was interrupting every single area of my life. But I didn't recognize how until I was willing to change. Right. And when God brought the idea that, hey, Annette, it's time we settle this. And then that's when I realized, okay, show me what you've got. And that's when you turn to God's word. Mm-hmm. Well, you... actually, we moved from St. Louis, which is where we're from, to right. Richmond, Virginia. And right. that's when we, you know, Steve and I were going to the doctor. And all of a sudden, the numbers started escalating again. And he started writing out prescriptions like his wallpaper. Right. Like, hey, here, go ahead. You can just have the whole deck of prescription cards here. And we're like, we're done. We're done with prescriptions. We right. don't want any more. Exactly. And he says, you don't understand. You're very sick. You've got to take these. And it's like, okay, we're going to take 30 days. We're going to pray about this. And we're going to see what God says. And he looked at us like like we were stupid. Like, who are you to question me? He was like, well, fine. We'll take your prescription. We're not going to fill them. And so we we really set out to discover what God had for us. And so we had made I had made one friend in Richmond. And fortunately, she had already been down this road. And she says, Annette, you got to get back to the Bible. You got to make your own bread. And you got to read a book, what the Bible says about healthy living. And I'm like get back to the Bible, make my own bread. How does that fit? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm just thinking that's the craziest thing ever. But I'm like, okay, she's my only friend I have in town. So I've got to listen to her. And so what Steve and I did was we started the Daniel fast and we just eliminated all animal products basically is what we did for 30 days. Okay. And in those 30 days, his cholesterol went from 300 to 140. His wow. triglycerides really? went from 900 to 160. Oh, my. Together, we both lost 25 pounds. That's incredible. And my mood swings vanished. Oh, that, that's Now, incredible. Steve will tell you, okay, the numbers are great, but when my wife's mood swings vanish, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Forget the numbers. Forget the, the prescriptions. Mood swings is where it's at. You that's know? exactly right. <laughs> so, happy wife, happy life. That's right. That's right. But, so let me ask you something then. This Daniel fast comes right from God's word. 
Correct? Well, it's technically not a fast, and it can be done in a lot of different ways. It's just eating the foods that God created for us to eat. So what does what makes that diet any different than all these other diets that are out there, this Atkins and all these other plans that are out there that millions of Americans are jumping on board because they recognize they've got a problem. They, they recognize that they need to fix their health, and they're desperate to try anything. I mean, the latest thing now is fasting. But it's a different kind of fasting than what you're talking about. So what's the difference? Why is there such a disparity here and confusion as to what we're supposed to do? It's because of where we're going to for our answers. Okay. You can go to Dr. Google and get any diet you want. Right. I mean, there's, there's thousands of them. Yeah. And it's also, so it's about where we're looking to for answers. And what answer do we really want? It comes back to our mindset. Okay. Who are you looking to for answers? Steve and I could have gone on 100,000 different diets. That's we right. could have gone through the, the fasting, the intermittent fasting, the OMAD fasting. And we can talk about that more later. But what we need to focus on is the why. Right. The why. Why do you want to get healthy? And that's where we, we as Christians, that's where we really need to start. You're absolutely right. Why do you want to get healthy? Is it just to please the doctor? Well, Steve and I started out just trying to get the doctor off our back. Which we fired that doctor and found one who would go along with us. <laughs> Good move. He was he was quite um, <clears throat> disappointed with us. I could imagine <laughs> to say the least. Anyway, if you question a doctor, but I, I mean, I worked in medical field for years, so I, I don't take doctors' word as if they are, if they are a god. You know, I know that there is a god, and I can look to God for answers. And so I had to go back to God's word and say, Lord, teach me your word. Well, you know, there's no pizza in the Bible, you know, no. but there is gluttony. Uh, we, all, we don't go there. That's the one verse we don't read. <laughs> you know, it does say, you know, that we are to honor God with our body. We are to treat it as a temple. Right. And so, yes, there's lots of diets out there. There's lots of fasting out there. But fasting is to be a matter of putting aside so that you can take in. Okay. Right. So the Daniel fast is just changing your foods. So technically it's gained the title Daniel fast, but it's not really called that in, in scripture. It was just a matter of changing his foods to the foods that God created that will rebuild his health. Well, actually with Daniel, it was no rebuilding. It was just protecting. Right. It was preventing problems by going into the king's foods. Right. So it was just an amazing, Daniel is just an amazing character to study anyway. So it was really, it's, it is a change in your eating habits, but it's also a change in your mindset. It's your focus. It's, it's all about the right. It is. Exactly. You know, okay, so let's just say you go on the OMAD fasting and intermittent fasting. OMAD is one meal a day or, you know, you okay. go to Atkins or whatever. What's your focus? What's your purpose? Okay, so I just got to drop 30 pounds. Like you're saying, I just got to drop 30 pounds. I got to drop 50 pounds. I just got to get it done. Okay, but let me just ask you, if you follow one of those and people say, hey, Stan, you're looking amazing. What did you do to lose weight? Hmm. Who gets the credit? Dr. Atkins. Well, yeah. Of course, he's not alive. Well, but, exactly. uh, We won't go there, but anyway. So, <laughs> but what if, what if you followed biblical principles to lose weight? And you said, you know what? I found the greatest health book ever written. There you go. And you know what I always teach people? Like, don't answer that question beyond that comment on your first inter interaction with that person. Because they're going to go home, they're going to go. They're going to look up Doctor Google. Like, what is Stan doing? I got to find this. He's looking amazing. And they come back to you and they say, Stan, okay, I, you've lost more weight, haven't you? And you're like, Yeah, totally. What are you doing? And Stan, you say, You know what? Let's meet for coffee and I'll share this health book that I that I'm following. Oh, that's perfect. And you lead them to God's word. That's amazing. 
Yeah, yeah. I've written seven books on healthy living, but it's not a net reader. It's what God's word says. It's all God's word, exactly. So God created you. He designed you. He knows what's best for you. Do you not think he would tell us what to eat? That's exactly right. You're very, very true. And what a beautiful way to not only be able to tell someone about Christ, Mm -hmm. but to be able to show someone about God and how God can help us. That's incredible. I yeah, love that. So let me just, let's just say, so when we t- look at all these other health programs out there, right? so I read lots of books and a lot of them are a waste of my time, but I read them so that I know what everyone else is studying. Right. Okay. So I, I went back to college and got my degree in nutrition. So it's not just, Hey, I bought a certificate or things like that, which is very common. Or made up a name and yeah. <laughs> here I am. Well, it's, it's that's certified. not totally true because I kind of did make up the biblical nutritionist. I get name. that part, but I mean, you can make up a name, but nothing behind it. Right. In this case, you really are a nutritionist. Right. So that's it, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, funny. You should say that. But anyway, <laughs> so what I want people to understand is, so there's a lot of books. There's a lot of ideas out there. All right. So the author of the Paleo Diet, Doctor Doctor um, Loren Loren Cordan. I have trouble saying his name. Mm-hmm. Loren Cordan. He starts in the very preface of his book. He writes this one comment. And he says, nothing in biology makes sense except in view of evolution. Really? So you can go look at his book and pull it out. Nothing makes sense. Nothing, nothing in biology, in makes, biology makes, makes sense. sense except in view of evolution. Well, there's a, for as a Christian, you're going to have problems with the rest of that book. No you matter should. what. You should. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But yet, when I go into churches to speak, I've had pastors say, hey, Annette, our church is really doing the paleo diet. And really? I, I just get oh. paralyzed, and I'm like, you haven't read the book. You haven't read Even the word paleo. I mean, seriously. Exactly, yeah. And I'm, I'm like, have you read the book? No, but they're all excited because they're losing weight. You probably should read the book. Yeah. If you're a pastor of a flock, you probably should read the book that your, your church is following. And when you should read the introduction where it says, he's an evolutionist. Yes. <laughs> so I don't want to follow an evolutionist on how I'm eating. Right. I because agree. eating interf- is is what is going to make me able to be on mission. Right. Okay. So I learned that lesson years ago. I was like, yeah, you eat this and you will be on the couch with depression and being stressed and being moody and your family will not know what to do with you, you know, <laughs> or I can eat the foods God's given me and I can think more clearly. I can digest foods well. I don't have this, you know, this, you know, 10 o'clock, 10 a.m. slump because I ate sugary cereals for breakfast. Right. You know, I'm able to focus. I'm able to function. I'm able to be on mission because, hey, we are coming to a time period where I have no time to slack off and eat junk food because I've got a mission to carry. And that mission is to share the God's word around the world. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's, that's, that's amazing. I was not aware that diets that are out there are actually based on evolutionary thinking. Most of them are. Yes. Really? Wow. So take us down the uh, path, explain the, the major differences now with, with uh, the, the plan that you have, as opposed to the plan that all these other diets are throwing out there. What's the big difference? Okay. So I started with the three words, eat fast and pray. Right. I had to, my pauses aren't, aren't real. So I just want to normalize that eat fast, pray, not eat fast and pray. Okay. So, <laughs> um, so those are three words that, you know, really summarize everything. Got it. Okay. So what we need to understand is when we eat, okay, 70% of our emotions are based on our gut microbiome. The microbiome. Yes. That's the key. It is. Okay. Okay. So this is just, you know, fairly new science in the last five, seven, ten years. All right. The gut-brain connection. Right. As Christians, I find this fascinating 
because many of the authors may be evolutionists and they'll throw in a lot of, you know, evolutionary terms, but I'm like, look at the details, look at the facts, look at the evidence. Because even Dr. Alan Gillen, who wrote the book Body by Design, he says the opposite, nothing in biology makes sense except in view of the evidence. Well, the evidence points to God's word. The evidence points to a God who loves us enough to create us in a design that is going to be able to communicate with him. Right. Okay, so when you eat a healthy diet, like let's say the Daniel fast, you're going to rebuild that microbiome. That's where your serotonin is. This is where your emotions are. Your emotions are seated in your gut. This is why we call it the gut instinct. I was like, oh, I got butterflies. I got all of this. And so your gut, it, it, it absorbs these foods. It then builds the microbiome. And when that microbiome is healthy, you are not going to be craving. You're not going to have sleep problems. You're going to have less pain. You're going to have better moods. You're just going to have an overall well-being. Got it. But when we start dissecting diets and we start categorizing them by the macros and, you know, the nutrients, the carbs, the fats, the proteins, all of that, and we start pulling out one section of it. Well, let's, let's take carbs out. No, let's take proteins out. Well, you can't live without protein. You can live right. without carbs for quite a while, but you can't live without protein. I mean, that's the right. substance of every cell. And then you've got the fat category. Well, remember the trend? What was it? 15, 20 years ago? No fat. Yeah, I remember that. And what happened to heart disease? It skyrocketed. It skyrocketed. Yeah, it's like, yeah, because that was based on evolution. That was based on theory. You know, I still have trouble today to convince people to stop following that advice because they have a doctor who hasn't gone back to school to realize that was stupid. Right. That's, that, that's, that it's that's, the cause of so many of the problems right. that's going on. Right? And the stupid's kind of the medical term for that. Yeah, but I like that. Well, stupid works. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so when you realize your gut is the mirror of your emotions. So let's take that to where we are today in the history of America, in the history of the world, and in the end times. If I don't have my emotions in alignment with God's word, right. why would I want to go out and witness? Well, you probably don't have the drive. I don't have the connected. drive. And I don't yeah. have the memory. Right. You know, we want to be able to memorize scripture. We want to be able to recall God's word when we're in a situation. Exactly. And so, yeah, I'm going to be taken out of action by eating a food that destroys the microbiome, which is going to be your junk food. It's going to be your sugar. Sugar is number one. It's like, hey, let's just poke some holes in this. And, you know, and then when your microbiome is destroyed, your brain can't function. So what you're doing is you're breaking it down to explain how gluttony actually ends up being the sin that it is. Because if we fall for the traps that Satan's laid out there with us, every Twinkie and Ding Dong that comes across, <laughs> and we start consuming these things, Satan knows what that's doing to us. And it's like you said, he's taking another soldier out of God's army. Because you're not going to have the energy and the strength or, the, or even the ability to, to cognitively re- reason with someone exactly. to lead them down the pathway towards salvation. That, I never considered it that way. That's, that's amazing. That's, that's amazing. But it's where we are. It is. And that's why the diet distractions are so catastrophic to the Christian. I get it. Yeah. It, it's huge. It is. You know, we're lazy. We're tired. We have no ability to function. We can't even, you know, get out there and reach and, and spread the gospel. So eating is, is number one. Changing our eating. Now, you don't have to stay on the Daniel Fast all your life. But that will rebuild the microbiome. The foods in the Daniel Fast rebuild the microbiome. Once you've rebuilt that, then you can add back in the, the meats and the dairy that God has said is good for you. So the Daniel Fast is really to help kickstart or fix some of the problems that already exist so mm-hmm. that you can get to the point to do what you should have been doing all along. Exactly. Got it. 
That exactly. makes sense to me. That makes sense to me. Yeah. So it, it, you never would have known that uh, the, the our real battleground sometimes is that dinner table, huh? It totally is. That's incredible. It is. That's amazing. So you told me a story about bread. I did. And so my mission is, number one, is to get people to recognize what you eat matters. Right. And it's going to affect your gut and your brain and your heart. Right. Okay. Now I have to realize, how can I help you share this? How can I help you get back on the mission field sharing the gospel? So I was teaching our 12-week Treasures of Healthy Living Bible Study. I was actually teaching it live in a church. And in the first couple of weeks, this friend of mine, you know, she's learning about what I'm teaching, you know, eating the foods that God created, eating them as close to the way he created it. And so we always come to the subject of bread. Bread is like taboo. It's like, oh, bread will kill you. If you if you read Wheat Belly and all of the lies that he printed and misquotes that he has in that book, right? It, it, you know, it's going to, I have Christians who quote that book. Right. Oh, well, well bread's not the same as it was in God's day. <sighs> that's, that's a, <laughs> that's a Wheat Belly lie. But let me get just let me just get you back into focus because I know a lot of people who are listening to this just kind of went off on a lot of different tangents as I just said that. It's easy to happen. But, it, but is. <laughs> it is. But let's say focus. Yeah. All right. So when I teach people about bread, in fact, I was teaching this week after week in this class, and this girl came up to me and she says, you know, in our mops group, I was meeting with, actually it wasn't a mops group, it was a sports team. I correct myself. It was a sports team. So they're sitting out there in the bleachers, their kids are in their practice sessions, and she says, sitting next to a Muslim lady. And the Muslim lady, you know, because she's my friend, is telling her about this class she's taken. Right. She says, well, one thing I don't understand about you Christians is how come you just eat whatever you want as much as you want and you don't really care? Mm. And she's And she brought that back to class and she says, this is what she said. And I said, she's right. That's right, yeah. For a Muslim to recognize that Christians don't even care about the temple that they claim is so important to them. Yeah. And they just eat and, and abuse their body in so many different ways. And we, oh, let's go through the buffet. Let's 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 have, let's like brag about our overeating. Let's brag about our gluttony, and then yeah. come to try to worship the Lord. It's like it, it doesn't it, work. It's the whole talk. We talk the talk, but don't walk the walk. Exactly. It's that whole thing again. Yeah. And we are a walking example of what we believe. Right. We are. We're supposed to be a shining light. So what and, light are we? And when we're in? three, four hundred pounds, and we're trying to share the gospel, the people are like. What's going on? What, yeah, what's up? Yeah. Okay, so the story gets really good, though. When she learned how to make bread, the girl in my class, she took it to her Muslim friend, and her Muslim friend was willing to come over and sit at her table and hear the gospel. Oh, that is fantastic. Bread is an open door. That is a beautiful thing, yeah. It is. I love that. Muslims are watching what we're eating. Of course, they watch a lot of things we do. But if we don't care about who we are in Christ and that we're not even willing to take care of this temple— and we're willing to stuff our body with junk food, right. which destroys the microbiome, which then affects our brain's ability to work and to focus. Right. What are we really telling people? Exactly. Exactly. Our actions contradict our words mm-hmm. at that point. And what? our bodies show that we exactly. are contradiction. They see us before they hear exactly. us. Exactly. Absolutely. We're not leaving. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's an excellent point. You know, um, I've had the pleasure of talking to you about this prior to this podcast. And... Uh, the last few weeks, I've talked it over with Carl and all of this, talked it over with my wife and all. Um, I need to lose weight. I mean, I, I'm out witnessing every day, try to, and uh, I'm trying to walk that walk and, and you know, and, and, and do those right things. But I need to have the right presentation and I need to take care of the body God's given me. Those of you out there on, uh, in the podcast who have never met me, I am not a small man. <laughs> As a matter of fact, I'm going to reveal... How much I weigh. 
And I'm making not many a pledge. people are willing to do this. On, I on, know on the internet. Live. I'm not on the internet. Not put it out there because now it becomes a real thing. And I can't hide behind the podcast, just behind the microphone, because there are a whole church full of people who are going to hear this and they're going to see this. So I'm putting it out there. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to take the Daniel fast for whatever period of time is appropriate to get there, and then I'm going to follow the diet plan that's outlined by the biblical nutritionist. Now, for those of you who want to know what that is and get more detail, the link to Biblical Nutritionist is found under the missions tab on our um, website. Our website is Proverbs2511.com. Proverbs2511, a word fitly spoken, like apples of gold and pictures of silver. You'll hit that um, missions tab. You'll see quite a few other missions on there. The Biblical Nutritionist, I believe, is the third one down. Take a look. Click on that. It'll take you right to her site. And it'll explain this in even more detail. And there's opportunities for you to to be able to email the biblical nutritionist for different questions or to get some of her books. They're there. The Body by Design book that she mentioned earlier is there. There will be a link that we will provide. So if you want to buy that book and understand it from Dr. Alan Gillen, who is a Christian, Mm -hmm. and taking a Christian perspective on how we can diet, by all means, go there. Take a look at it. Get the book and go from there. Here's the thing. I'm going to go on this diet. And from this point on until we get to a point where I've reached that healthy position that my body needs to be, I'm going to be doing a weigh-in and announcing my weight on a weekly basis or bi-weekly basis because the podcast comes out every two weeks. And we're going to just see how effective it is to follow God's word in dieting as opposed to what man has done, as opposed to all these evolutionist perspectives on how to uh, adjust your body and make it what they consider to be healthy. Let's do what God says. So here it is. The big guy in the back row of the choir (laughs) singing tenor currently weighs, as of today, 252 pounds. (laughs) I am going to go on this diet, and we are going to put this to the test. I've got a lot of people smack me in the head if they ever see me pick up another donut. (laughs) And I appreciate it. We're going to follow this. And, Annette, I appreciate you being here today. And I would like for you to come back. Maybe the next time you see me, I'll be half the man I am today. That's what I'm hoping for. (laughs) Well, maybe not that small. (laughs) But we appreciate your time. Uh, Appreciate what you've put out there. And, folks, I really encourage you to go to her website and to learn more. If you go to Winds Baptist Church, go up to Annette. Ask her about the diet. She's more than willing to, to sit down with you and walk through the plans with you so that you can see this yourself. Thanks so much again, Annette, for being here today. I appreciate it. Let me just share one more comment. Okay. Just as we are physical, we are spiritual. And just as we are spiritual, we are physical. I like that. Yeah. They're never disconnected. They're never disconnected. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So everything we eat affects our spiritual and our physical being. Every, Every time we pray is going to affect it as well. And when we fast, when we go without to gain within, that's when God really starts working. Absolutely. Oh, it's been my pleasure to be here. Oh, this is good. Thank you so much. Love it. So, folks, if you're interested, please go to our website, Proverbs2511.com, and you'll be able to see uh, Annette's uh, website, The Biblical Nutritionist. And we thank you all for joining us today. And as you go through your week, remember, Proverbs 2511, a word fitly spoken is like apples of gold and pictures of silver. Have a blessed day.